Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I appreciate you being patient with me. Had a few things I had to handle on a personal matter, but we are here to talk about Shane Wright, World Juniors, and what the rest of the week is looking like for the Seattle Kraken who hit the road. That's what's coming up on this Thursday edition of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, Seattle hockey fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala, coming to you on a Thursday. And if you're a Seattle Kraken fan, hopefully that means you are a Seattle sports fan, which means, of course, you know who Brianna Stewart is. Stewart was one of the many WNBA players tweeting every single day for almost 300 days to get Brittany Griner free. And that happened today in less than 24 hours from the announcement that was earlier today. President Joseph Biden said that Brittany Griner is on her way home. So Stewie, a member of the Seattle Storm, has won multiple championships with them. And of course, an Olympian alongside Brittany Griner is one of the many people pouring out support while also extending a heartfelt sorrow and condolences to the Whelan family. We still have more Americans that we need to get home safely. And Sherelle Griner, Brittany's wife, has committed to that alongside, of course, the WNBA star and Olympic champion who is on her way back as we speak. Wanted to start with that. That's been something that's been heavy on my heart, as I'm sure it has been on a lot of you. But a little bit of a balm, if you will. Shane Wright, we talked about it on yesterday's episode, got his first goal. We also learned today that Shane Wright is on a loan to Team Canada, will be playing in World Juniors. Now, Shane Wright has been a captain of the World Juniors team in 2021, excuse me, and was able to win an, uh, a gold medal with Team Canada. He did not... Uh, go to the restart of World Juniors, where we saw McTavish tear it up. He was the MVP of that tournament. Uh, and that's because he was preparing for his first NHL season. And what will that NHL season look like? All of that to be determined. But let me briefly take you to, this is Shane Wright speaking immediately after his game back with the Seattle Kraken against, of course, Montreal. We talked about that loss yesterday, uh, but here's Shane Wright in the locker room talking about his goal and the confidence. He kind of also chuckled at the word confidence being thrown around a lot. Yeah, I think obviously it's going to be something I'll remember for the rest of my life. I think uh, uh, your first NHL goal is definitely uh, you know pretty you know pretty cool accomplishment, pretty cool, cool milestone. Definitely uh, uh, you know something pretty special for me. Definitely get to remember it for the rest of my life. Yeah, everyone was you know pretty happy for me and uh, just congratulating me and uh, also told me to go get another one. And unfortunately, couldn't do that. But uh, yeah, everyone was you know, super happy, excited, and uh, you know, congratulating me. Um, I mean, I don't think it it really means as much. I think. Uh, 
you know, what, what matters most to me is, you know, my first goal. I think that's that's the most important part is um, it doesn't matter who it's against, you know, how, how winning. I think uh, just, just in general, the feeling of, you know, scoring your first goal uh, in the NHL is always an incredible feeling, and um, that's, you know, the, mo- uh, the part we remember the most. Yeah, I, I mean, I just kind of treat it as, as another hockey game, I think. Um, for me, it was more important, you know, coming off uh, the, the conditioning stint. Um, you know, my first game after that, I think that was that was more important to, you know, kind of come out uh, with, with a good start and uh, really show that, you know, the, the time down there helped me out really uh, grow and develop a lot down there. So, um, yeah, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was. It'd be sweeter scoring against any other team or, or Montreal or whatever it is. I think um, overall, it just feels good to score in general. So again, that was from Shane Wright the other night, talking after the four-two loss to the Montreal Canadiens, he did score the first goal for the Seattle Kraken, the second of the contest, and that was in the first period. Speaking of the first period, I want to take you to Jeff Baker over at the Seattle Times. Now, he has an article here. It is entitled, Kraken loaned Shane Wright to Team Canada for World Junior Championships. And he quotes Ron Francis in this article. So let me pull this up for you if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, You can also, of course, check the show notes. But uh, let's get that video out of the way. Uh, Quote from Ron Francis. He went for his conditioning stint and really had a great attitude about it. So we really appreciated that for him. And then he scored a bunch of goals down there meaning with Coachella Valley in the AHL, and played with a lot of, here it goes, confidence. Then the other night with us, I think that first period was the best he's played at any point this season. Now, the story goes on to talk about there are things that Ron Francis is still looking for Shane Wright to improve upon. There's still some decisions to be made, but this will be a good opportunity for Shane Wright to get some time in his age group more or less and on the international stage which is extremely important i think international hockey is extremely important so what does this mean for shane wright what are some of the things that he needs to work on well uh, a lot of that is still being kept close to the vest but i thought shane wright had an improved performance Uh, Not a lights out Maddie Beneers, if you will, type performance, but definitely solid. And you can tell that he took the time with the Coachella Valley Firebirds and he made something of it. So there are a few things that I want to talk about regarding World Juniors, including what to expect, who is the competition, what will the schedule look like for Shane Wright, and is it possible, as Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman have said that this is almost an audition for Shane Wright to see if he will stay with the Seattle Kraken or go back to the OHL. That and more coming up on Locked on Kraken. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one spot for everything that you need regarding sports betting, props, odds. It's got podcasts. It's got all the lines that you need, including future bets. We talk about future bets on Locked on Kraken all the time because Maddie Beneers is still, for example, your leader in the Calder Memorial Trophy race for essentially rookie of the year. We've also seen different odds for the first 
head coach to be fired. Of course, you've got the game lines, things of that nature. But you can find betonline.net using your mobile device, your laptop, your desktop, whatever you got. And if you like sports podcasts, which of course you do, because you're listening to Locked On Kraken, you can find sports podcasts on betonline.net as well. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken one of your listens of the day. Likely not your first listen for today, but again, we are on a little bit of a different schedule. Thank you, as always, for listening. And, of course, if you like Locked on Kraken, you're going to love Locked on Sports today. Think about a podcast that in 30 minutes or less is going to give you a roundup of all of the best and biggest news in sports. I mean, hello, Aaron Judge. Did you see that whole debacle? Was he going to San Francisco? Was he going to stay with the Yankees? Much to my chagrin as a New York Metropolitans fan, he's staying with the Yankees. But that's the kind of information you can find on Locked On Sports today. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on YouTube. Okay. Let's talk about World Juniors a little bit. Now, um, World Juniors is going to take place December 26th through January 5th. It's going to be hosted by Canada in Moncton, New Brunswick, and Halifax, Nova Scotia. So now this is considered the premier U-20 hockey event. It is hosted or sanctioned, I guess, by the International Ice Hockey Federation, or the IIHF. I guess I started the eyes over here. IIHF. It is an IIHF-sanctioned tournament. And so in in addition to the tournament dates, again, December 26th, right after the Christmas holiday through January 5th, so taking us through Kwanzaa, this is um, an opportunity for Shane Wright to play against international competition, but there will also be a camp that actually starts tomorrow and will run through Monday. So he's with Team Canada, has been loaned out to Team Canada. And um, so I think the idea here is let's get Shane Wright a different opportunity to work on what we think he needs to work on before we commit to keeping him. Now, the Seattle Kraken, in theory, after his nine games, which he should have one more game, in the NHL before he has to be sent back. Now he can stay longer than that. The reason that the Seattle Kraken might not want to keep him longer than that is because then his entry level contract kicks in and this would be considered year one. So essentially what's happening right now is the Seattle Kraken are trying to figure out if they want to pay Shane Wright and lose his, you know, lose a year where they think maybe he won't contribute very much. He hasn't been cracking, cracking, excuse me, the Seattle Kraken roster. And I think that's for good reason. That being said, this is probably something we'll get into a little bit more tomorrow and throughout the next week. And coming up on the show, we're going to talk about the schedule. The Seattle Kraken, I think, have... um overperformed or punched up in their uh, punched above their weight class to begin the season are we starting to see a few chinks in the chain we know that injuries are going to happen now 
Ron Francis, excuse me, Dave Haxtell, head coach, has been talking a lot about maintenance. He has not had a lot of practices, which I also thought was funny because he talked about, oh, we're talking about practice. Yes, he talked about practice. He talked about not necessarily needing practice while also talking about the importance of getting touches and getting situated. It was very confusing. Practice Thursday. Any particular things you're going to work on? The uh, defensive side? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> well, no, no. We we gave up. I don't know how many shots did we give up tonight. It was six, so we so we got to clean up a couple things that we know are blatant and obvious. So um, we don't need necessarily to practice, you know, to, to do that. What we do need to do is get in a little bit better sync with the puck, and that's where, you know, that's where you know tonight we uh, we weren't efficient enough, you know, in terms of getting through the neutral zone, you know, getting out of our zone, getting through the neutral zone, uh, and being cohesive with the puck. So uh, defensively. You know, those things are, you know, we, we know what those issues are, and that's that's a quick cleanup. Coordination. That's what we talk about. Anyway, yes, of course, I'm being a little bit silly here. But um, all jokes aside, I do think Dave Haxtell has been on basically what the NBA and the controversy around load management, which is such a weird name. Um, and given the sports world, I'm surprised that – People don't make more jokes about that. Anyway, um, definitely looking at fatigue and there's, you know, even when we get, we see the Davy Jones hat given away, you see that the guys are like, Hey, what are you thinking, Dave? What are you thinking for tomorrow? So this is a team that doesn't like to practice. This is a team that I still think needs to practice, but the trend is if we do well, we don't have to practice. I think there's going to become a time where Dave's going to have to be a little bit of a, of a, I'm trying not to curse. So I'm stumbling on my words. He's going to have to be a little bit authoritative. There we go. I got it. I got it. He's going to have to be a little bit authoritative here because this team does need to practice. There are some players that are performing extremely well. Morgan Geeky. I think Martin Jones, maybe we're starting to see a little fatigue there again. And Dave Haxtell also talked about this. I didn't like the first goal he gave up. I saw someone in the comments talking about his lateral movement comparative to, to um, Philip Grubauer. I, um, I hear you. I hear that comment. I, I appreciate it. I don't agree with it. I don't know that I miss Philip Grubauer. I don't know that I've seen enough from him this season to make me miss him. But also, I don't know that I ever would have categorized myself as someone who would miss Philip Grubauer. I wanted more from Philip Grubauer. Anyway, all that being said, I'm not sure where Jones stands with everything. So to be determined there. Anyway, that's my very extremely roundabout way of saying Shane Wright. Do we keep him? Do we send him back? I don't think there's much he's going to learn at the OHL level at this point in time. I don't know that he is the right fit for what he is right now for the Seattle Kraken. I think that we did see improvements after his AHL's conditioning loan. Is World Juniors enough of an opportunity at an elite level for him to continue to make those strides? I don't know. I 
am not confident that we'll see enough growth even after World Juniors for him to consistently crack the Seattle Kraken roster. But I don't know. Let me know. What do you think? Is this just delaying the inevitable or is there growth on the horizon for Shane Wright? Coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's talk about the Seattle Kraken and their upcoming schedule. I don't think we're in a bad way per se, but the um, momentum seems to be slowing down. Now, we just don't want to lose the momentum altogether and start getting back to our Kraken crap, our teenage ways. Um, the game against Montreal wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. And the Seattle Kraken need to find ways, especially if they're not practicing, if they're not doing practice, they should be very well rested and laser sharp focused. And sometimes we just aren't a laser sharp team and we're going to need to be given who we have coming up on the schedule. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala, bringing you the Thursday edition of Locked on Kraken. Now, I said today was going to be a game day. I got my days a little bit mixed up. So by now, I'm sure you know today is not a game day. The Seattle Kraken practiced today in Washington. Obviously not the state where they are from. They went to Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, because they are taking on the Capitals. Now, we did get a win over the Washington Capitals. It was a pretty big win. Um, loved it. Matt Beneers had a great game against Washington. Um so we'll see how we do against them. Then I will be in Florida. The Kraken will be in Florida, but we will. I will be calling a game, unfortunately, at the same time that Seattle is playing. The Premier Hockey Federation is back in action, and I am back in the booth, and I'm super excited for that. But that does mean that I'll be missing this Sunday. So I'll be missing Sunday's Seattle Kraken game as they take on the Panthers. Uh, the last time we played the Panthers was about a week ago, a little less than a week ago. Wasn't a great game. Wasn't a great day for me either. But you know what? Again, that's where the lethargy, uh, kind of the teenage slothy kind of movement is starting to concern me regarding the Seattle Kraken. So, of course, since we're in Florida, why not play Tampa Bay? And the Tampa Bay Lightning, we didn't fare too well the first time we played them on the road last season. Yanni Gord did get his ring, so that was exciting. The game wasn't that exciting. And then we stay on the East Coast, taking on the Carolina Hurricanes. So these are teams, you know, that are going to be important for the Seattle Kraken to play well against. We've talked about it before. The Seattle Kraken are in position. Allison Lucan did a great job with the analysis and the little nuggets that teams that are in playoff contention around Thanksgiving at a roughly 75% clip, higher than a 75% clip to be exact, those teams make the postseason. So now if we look at the standings, the Seattle Kraken, we're on a two-game skid right now. We're still in a really good way in the Western Conference regarding goal differential. I love that for us. I love that we can score. But we're trailing ugh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Six points behind Vegas, who's just a touch under 700, a touch more. And they would be at 700 
For those who know the legendary Sue Bird and her fiance, Megan Rapino, they launched a touch more production company. So I'm very, very excited to learn a little bit more about that. And for you to learn a little bit more about Seattle royalty, the Seattle Kraken, uh, second overall, uh, we see here in the Pacific division, um, we, want to stay there so we have to do some work jordan eberle jaden schwartz have talked about this you never know what games when it all said and done which points are going to give you the momentum which points are going to keep be the difference between being in the playoffs and out of the playoffs and right now the seattle kraken are in good position and you can't take your foot off the gas you can't take your foot off the gas. And that was actually uh, the the story that we saw over on the Seattle Kraken page. Um, just that they took their foot off the gas. We've had multiple times where we've had to talk about seven seconds of play that determined in a big way the, the end result, including our last game against Montreal. Can't take your foot off the gas. And I said it was on the Seattle Kraken page, but actually I think it was uh, for the uh, for the Seattle Times. So they had a few articles, including one entitled in, in a seven-second span, Kraken get reminder that they can't take a shift off. That's right. Seven seconds is all it took. We've seen this before, the response goals and stuff like that. Let me just pull this up for you here. This is another one by Jeff Baker. So check it out. This is what I'm talking about. This is what we're all talking about. Seven second span, crack and get a reminder that they can't take a shift off. No, absolutely not. Especially because, especially because in case you forgot, we weren't a great team last year. We don't have the history to rely on. So we have to play well have to play well in the moment. And so going back to Shane Wright, is Shane Wright going to get enough of what he needs at World Juniors to then be a plug-and-play guy? I don't think he's a top-six guy for Seattle this season. I just really don't see that. Uh, and he hasn't been. But can he be? Can he find a way to use his skills and his strengths to impact the Seattle Kraken game. And that's what Ron Francis, he used a few other words, but in my opinion, that's what Ron Francis needs to see if he's going to keep this kid. Because we do need bodies, but we need bodies that are going to impact the game. What I am afraid is going to happen is that we're going to hit a little bit of a lull as the Seattle Kraken. I think Martin Jones is starting to get a little fatigued. I don't think uh, Philip Grubauer is yet at his peak. I know he's coming off of injury, and honestly, he hasn't had too much time. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's not my favorite goaltender that has ever played for this franchise, but that's neither here nor there. And then, of course, there's injuries, right? Folks coming back from injury, getting a feel back. I talked so much about Yanni Gord and Brandon Tanev during our first um, during our, our first winning streak. I'd like to see a little bit more from Tanev. I think Yanni Gord's still getting it done, but I think we need to see more from Tanev. We need that energy. So it's a matter of do we think that World Juniors is going to give Shane Wright enough? Is it the confidence? Is it the time on ice? The repetitions? Is it, you know, being in a different structure to then figure out and understand exactly, oh, okay, this is how I can impact the game? I don't know what the answer is, 
I'm not confident that World Juniors, even as a tournament, is enough from what I've seen from Shane Wright. But I guess the good news is that it will all be determined. We have until the top of the year to figure that out while Shane Wright, at least in theory, is with Canada, who we do expect to advance pretty far in world championships. So we just have to wait and see, folks. And, of course, tomorrow we will talk a little bit more about the upcoming games. We'll talk about Friday's game. We'll also get you ready for Sunday's game as the Seattle Kraken look to be the road warriors that they've been all season. That's our show. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala. Don't forget, take a listen to Locked On Sports today. We give you insight and intel like only Locked On can do. You can find it on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hold fast, stay true, and I'll see you tomorrow where we get ready to say let's go Kraken and will them to victory on the road.